0: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Sasha Marina from the Sasha Marina Show. And today we have our special segment. That's the movie with um, the real Robert H., of course, my dear brother. So as as you all know, you guys guys can... uh, Robert speaks about behind-the-scenes Hollywood and so forth, so forth. So, yeah, uh, we're actually live with him because he's here in Miami visiting me, so it's going to be kind of like a mutual conversation between him and I for today's show. Just introduce
1: yourself. Hi, I'm Robert.
0: Okay, so what's going on?
1: Well, the first bit of news is that uh, Fast and Furious 7 has been delayed until April, April 2015, not next year, so we're going to expect it a while from now. Which would probably make sense. They're probably reshooting the whole movie, but they it, did say that he would, Paul Walker would somehow be in the movie.
0: Yeah, I actually saw the Diesel post it on his Facebook page.
1: Yeah. He so updates a lot on Facebook. Yeah. He's yeah. He said for me it'll premiere, it'll premiere uh, April 10, 2015. That's
0: crazy. So yeah. you think that there's going to be
1: some like major changes to this movie? I don't know. I didn't know what to expect in the beginning, but I know that. It won't change anything, just racing. That's what we're going to get. Cars and racing, fast cars in action. So,
0: And this puts a delay on the next project. Yeah, on the
1: next, like, Fast and Furious. So I don't think it's a big yeah. deal. People are still going to go see it, no matter what. Oh. Yeah, and uh, if some of you didn't know about Pacific Rim, there was actually going to be a sequel Pacific Rim 2. And, and an interview with... Uh, I think one of the stars, it might be a prequel. It might be uh, about before what happened in you know, Pacific Rim, which is interesting. I mean, uh, prequels, prequels are not always that good. Even in books, video games, movies, they're really never that good. But maybe this might be different. And talking about prequels... Uh, J.K. Rowling is producing a Harry Potter play, just producing, not writing, about when Harry Potter was much, much younger. So I'm guessing even younger than 11, before the Sorcerer's Stone, which is going to be, I guess, weird. I don't know what they're going to do. There's not a lot of magic when he was a kid. I don't
0: know, because he was already abandoned as a baby, so I don't know how much more they can really. really we really learn about his life.
1: Maybe he might even get his own movie.
0: He's learned it all already. I mean, I'm stuck with Harry for like eight movies and seven mm. books. <laughs> oh, wow. Well.
1: Yeah, I'm not too sure about that. But anyways, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy News. So for months, for a while, Vin Diesel has been saying that he's uh, going to play Groot, which is this walking, talking tree, just a big tree, maybe. Alien. And that's what uh, Vin Diesel was going to play. That was going to be his role. And now finally the director, James Gunn, just confirmed it. I mean, everyone knew that he was going to play it already, but he just pretty much just put an official stamp on it. So that's not such a big deal. But talking about official casting news, I think I said last week that Paul Rudd was being considered. Uh Well, he's been casted already to play Ant Man. He's been he's been casted. So yeah. Um, I think he can probably do it. I mean I don't know much about Ant Man, don't really care about Ant Man to tell you the truth, but Ant Man is an important character. In the comics he was one of the finding one of the founding uh, superheroes of the Avengers. He was actually he should have been in the Avengers, along with Wasp and everything, but um none of that did happen. <laughs> because these are lesser-known superheroes, so I guess Ant-Man would probably, uh, you know, kick-start that whole thing. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That would be a good movie. Edgar Wright's directing it, so it has to be good.
0: Okay.
1: And uh, for X-Men Days of Future Past, Anna Packen, who plays Rogue in all the other movies as well as this one, she's been cut from the film. No way. They cut her scenes from the movie. even though know, she had, uh, she had like one scene apparently, but she was still a major character and apparently a very important scene as well. And there's just too many people in this movie. I don't know what they're going to do. Um, Huge Jack, there was like three movies in one. This movie, I don't think it will be that good. I <laughs> mean, a lot of actors in there, a lot of big name actors, superheroes, they, they kind of... And man, this is going to be crazy. But they cut her from the movie. I don't really care for Anna Packen, never really did. But Rogue is a pretty important character. And I guess that's kind of weird that they just cut her out. Brian Singer said it has nothing to do with her scene. It just kind of just happened. Because when they were editing, they'll be on the DVD, but definitely not in the big screen.
0: Okay, cool,
1: cool. Oh, and also, um, the trailer for How to Train Your Dragon 2 uh, came out, and it looks pretty fun. Looks like as good as the first one, maybe better. Takes place, I think, like four years after.
0: I didn't know they could actually make a second movie out of them. Yeah.
1: You can make second movies out of animated movies all the time. Mm-hmm. I like doing live action. I
0: mean, what else in the I mean they The not do good. you train the dragon. It was cute.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, it's more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, uh, Hugh Jackman, I think I talked about a while ago for the movie. This one of the movies, one of the Peter Pan movies that they're making now. But for this one specifically, called Pan, it was going to... Uh, the. Who, the person who was going to play Blackbeard, or at least being considered, was Javier Bardem. And now, this time, it's Hugh Jackman. uh
0: mm-hmm. Okay.
1: That's interesting. I don't know. Hugh Jackman? Sure, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hugh Jackman is definitely talented, so I guess he can do whatever they throw at him. He sure can. And a pirate? Why not? So, um, the Man of Steel Superman suit is being redesigned for Batman versus Superman. So not only is Batman getting a new suit, but so is Superman. So
0: who's going to
1: be Superman? Well, the same guy, Henry Cavill.
0: So who's going to be the Batman then? Ben Affleck. Oh, so they stuck with that
1: option. Yeah, there hasn't been any change. Oh, okay. But, yeah, um, probably they're going to make the Wonder Woman suit look so different. I don't know. I mean, Wonder Woman's practically prancing around half naked. So, wonder what they're gonna do to make it look pretty decent and not have a bunch of moms complaining that, you know, that the organization they have for moms that they just com- complain about everything. They're probably complaining about, wonder about suit.
0: moms. I think Wonder Woman has always had their original suit. I mean, she wears obviously like a full leotard or a no, and not, panties not, or like, whatever. Really,
1: she's like I'm saying, like she's Pretty much walking around half naked and having these uh, boots—that's the thing. But, but these this organization of moms are always whining about something.
0: Well, they can probably teach their daughters to not go see the movie if that's such a problem.
1: I don't know, but I'm saying I wonder what they're going to do with it because we got the Superman suit look really different from what we've seen, and if they're saying the Batman suit is going to be something we've never seen on screen, then that'll be interesting.
0: Well, we haven't seen Wonder Woman on screen like that, and. In- quite some time. Because she was in
1: her classic suit, is what I'm saying. I'm
0: sure it's going to be the same model. I mean, maybe the colors might change, maybe... No, I know know that, but I'm just saying... I'm not saying it's
1: going to be bad or good, I'm just saying maybe it's going to be very different from what we've seen before, because if the Batman one's different and the Superman one was, like, completely different, all dark and navy and stuff, then we're going to see something different with Wonder Woman, definitely.
0: Perhaps. I mean, I'm not surprised that the actors are running around naked as a superhero. It's not like we haven't seen it before from Beyonce or Lady Gaga or Miley Cyrus or whoever, or Christine Rihanna. It seems to get a new way of dressing, so it's superheroes doing it. I doubt that it'll make the
1: difference. Yeah. But uh, more Batman versus Superman is the script is getting rewritten. Uh, David S. Courier was the writer mm-hmm. for this movie, and I never liked David S. Courier. He's kind of been like, kind of sucks. I mean, he's been attached to some great movies, but when I start to think about it, he's pretty terrible.
0: Oh, uh, what he does?
1: Yeah. He writes. And he wrote Prometheus. Okay. I like Prometheus. Most people didn't. So it didn't make sense to him, or was just stupid. But he was in the middle of writing the sequel for Prometheus, and he just left.
0: And my defense, I haven't seen Prometheus.
1: Yeah, but he just left. David uh, Scores, like, oh, screw this, I'm leaving. But the good news is that the script is getting rewritten by the Argo writer. I'm pretty sure it has to do a lot with Ben Affleck. It's being mm-hmm. rewritten by, uh, what's his name, Chris Ter- Terrio. That's his name. Terrio, something like that. Mm, okay. Well, he's rewriting it, and uh, that's pretty cool.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, the, really one of the best things about Argo was just how fluid the uh, the script was and just the attention to detail, so I can... I have hope that then this movie might just be great, you know? Um, people are complaining about that like but I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure he can handle it. He can do it. I do know he can. He can Maybe.
0: do it. I mean, Never. and
1: if he's a bad Batman, then that just doesn't matter. That just doesn't matter. It's going to be, like, tons of other people.
0: I mean, honestly, people... I mean, whoever made the casting choice... I'm sure that they did some screen testing on this guy. I'm sure mm-hmm. they saw something in him that just really made the character. The audience is just going based on his past, you know, on his collective of work. I mean, he wasn't his the best, best you know, he, he wasn't the best hero before and he sure as hell hasn't been the best of Hollywood actors. Now, maybe he's perfected his craft. He's an Oscar winner in the past year. He's done a well, lot.
1: Those are those are behind the scenes type things. He's been a fantastic director and writer, but with directing, these directors need to know how to tell their actors what to do.
0: It, exactly. So, so maybe is, he's, he's learned still, a bit more. He's He hasn't been on screen Oscar. for a while. Yeah. He's still an Oscar winner. There's something in here that makes him worthy and they've chosen him. So we could only hope for the best
1: I mean, I didn't like him in Argo at all. I thought he was like just a very boring little character. Uh-huh. But in the town, he was great. He was really good in the town, and he wrote, directed, and, well, I think he directed Star.
0: Okay, well, the town. Let's face it, Ben Affleck didn't have to break too much ice to go into character. This is pretty much a right of the box.
1: Yeah, in Boston. from Boston, and I think with he his Boston yeah. accent, it's, everything comes it, out just
0: naturally. he he's going to have to break so many walls. not so much of a challenge, so I guess it worked in his, um, whatever. I think if
1: they just had Batman with a uh, Boston accent, Batman <laughs> would do so much better.
0: Then so that would give away where... Yeah, um, we're Batman's from. Yeah,
1: from. It still, it still be really annoying after a while. I'm like Jesus Christ, what is
0: Gotham City? So this day, we don't but, know if it's Chicago or so what. Gotham
1: it is. City is like New York. New York. It's supposed to be New York, but Bruce Wayne is an uptown person. He doesn't. He has a, a very good accent.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So. It's pretty much a Christian Bale talks. Yeah. Not Christian Bale's Batman voice. That's uh, that was his choice, but not necessarily the right.
0: Yeah, Well, he has to disguise his voice because if
1: anybody, any of his enemies like, were near him talking or whatever, like, I don't know, so this guy. Yeah, but, uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> you see all the Batman video games and the guy who did the bat- voice for Batman in TV shows, Bruce Wayne and his Batman sounded very different. The Batman had a very deep and menacing voice, but Bruce Wayne's voice was still deep, but it didn't sound like as much as his Batman voice. It was different, but it was kind of subtle, and yet it was a big change. It was not, you know, gravelly and like you yeah, have throat cancer or something. <laughs> but it's still iconic voice now. Yeah. And um, some more news is about the Batman versus Superman again. Joaquin Phoenix. Anybody remember him? Joaquin Phoenix from Gladiator, The Master, and now the and now her. The mm-hmm. Spike Jones movie that I'm looking forward to. He has uh, uh, been—he's eye for a role in Batman vs Superman, a role, and with the sort of uh, casting news we've been hearing about Lex Luthor, that they are probably considering Denzel Washington or Idris Elba. I think that they're probably considering Joaquin Phoenix for Lex Luthor, and I prefer that. I I, I think—I think definitely Joaquin Phoenix would be a better fit for Lex Luthor. Because Les Luthor is supposed to be kind of like, you know, for me, in my opinion, the anti-Tony Stark. You know, he's a bad version of Tony Stark. He's like, has this menacing face. At the same time, people are always attracted to him. Men and women alike. They're like, this guy seems like somebody I want to be around. But yet, he's, he's sort of scary, you know? Mm-hmm. Joaquin Phoenix has like a pretty, uh, he, can put, he has a pretty scary face when he gets angry. Jesus, was, I haven't, In the master, I heard that there were scenes when he got really angry that it was scary. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. I not want to see that. So, hopefully, Joaquin Phoenix has passed as Lex Luthor, if not Brian Cranston.
0: I really wish it was
1: Brian Cranston. I'm sure the whole world wishes it was Brian Cranston. Even people in Antarctica. There's barely anybody there It's like, well, there's researchers. Never mind. It's still, still good stuff. I really wish you would do it. And uh, if anybody remember the movie The Raid, The Raid Redemption, uh, there's a sequel. Comes out 2014. Apparently it was a really good martial arts movie that I've been meaning to watch for a while. But if anybody was big fans of it, then boom. It's a sequel. 2014. Yeah. These people are very interesting. Yeah. Um Mm. was it mentions Mm. of the gum? About a Hugh Hefner? Yes. A Hugh Hefner Mm. file paper. Mm. So yeah, that's cool. I didn't know about that, but it's it's still untitled, it's still like very early on. And uh, the people attached to it is uh, Peter Morgan. Mm-hmm. He wrote the he wrote the script for Rush, so he's writing the script for this one. And I think he's still early in there. And David Dobkin, um, he hasn't done a lot, and the things he's done haven't been that okay. Like he's done Wedding Crashers and The Change Up. That's probably the most
0: the most known line of work.
1: Yeah. And we know that Hugh Hefner's story is gonna be like a it's movie it's gonna be rated it's gonna be R rated. Definitely. I mean he did do an r rated movie, like The Change Up. But that was all like stupid comedy. So Sam's
0: wedding crashes and there was a lot of time in between both of those projects, mm-hmm. you know? we're
1: expect some uh yeah, from this movie it has to be a very serious movie. Lots of drama, I mean, probably um you know, comedic relief here and there like always, but I don't know. Um Directors have surprised me sometimes, you know. And um, there's a World of Warcraft movie. Yeah. In the making, for people that know that, so it's um, it's, it's casted like Daniel Wu, uh, this guy from Europa Report. You know, that movie was great. um the Brian, what? Plenty, uh, Brown, this guy from Sleepy Hollow.
0: What report was it?
1: Uh. Who, Europa Report. It's with um, Charto Copley, who was in a movie. He played like an American, American astronaut. It was like these uh, astronauts decide to... Uh, you, well, this company builds a, a spaceship for astronauts to go into space into. I think they were going to Jupiter. Because they were going to Jupiter's moon. Because uh, I think they found something about water. Something over there. And, um, well, he was... Uh, Charles Copley was in it, he played an American, and it was really just filled with tons of different astronauts and people from all over the world. Like, there was Americans, there was Russians, there was, uh, I think there was two Russians, and the rest were Americans. <laughs> it was like that, actually. Just that. But Charles Copley, you know, he's South African, he had a better American accent than I do. He sounds more American than I do in that movie. It was amazing. I did not expect it. To sound like that, but he did a great job. Always liked him. But, yeah, um, that's, that's, stuff. Uh, well, I think that about wraps up the news, but I have, if something you haven't noticed yet, there, I did uh, go see American Hustle. Oh, yes. I uh, went to go see American Hustle, Sasha saw it with me as well. We really, really liked this movie. It was really, really good.
0: So, yeah, um, Robert has put up his review already on our, the Sasha Marina Show YouTube channel. And um, my thoughts on this movie were, at first, it was a little confusing. So, like, any movie, you just don't know what's going on. Once you get the hang of it, you're like, wow, where is it going to take to? What's going to happen at the end of the day? Um, of course, the bad guys are going to win at the end and going to, you know, kind of go over on the FBI. You know, there's a lot that goes into this movie, and I don't want to spoil it for those that haven't seen it. Just look at Robert review. And he talks a lot about it, the technical stuff, the directing, the screenplay, the actors, their technique, his thoughts on some of the Oscar nominations for this year, and which he thinks that American Hustle will be nominated. Hmm. Um, and yeah, it was a great movie. Uh, do not take little kids. Um, uh, but it's cool for people thirteen and up. <laughs> Even though it is a rated R film, but uh what is what thirteen you know, that has yeah, half the, the thing. Yeah, it's just a lot of the, the cursing and stuff that is technically rated R. But um the movie's great, it has the dramedy going on, there's you know, the whole drama in between the whole conflict in the movie and then there's all the comedy because of the actors and because of the characters I should say, to bring a lot of life into um I think that every every actor was paired with the right character in this film. Some of them have done good roles that, they haven't, that we haven't seen them do before, like Amy Adams. She did a role that I've never seen her do before. Jennifer Lawrence did a great, wacky, freaking
1: dirty kind of the
0: movie. girl. She's one of these, like, kind of white trashes. Like, she did a great um, role, and she was hilarious at it, too. And, um, yeah, Bradley Cooper, I mean, he's... He's just an FBI agent. He did what he had to do with that role. And, I mean, everybody did good. I think it was very well put together.
1: Well, I just want to mention actually something about TV stuff. Mm-hmm. If anybody has been following the Avengers, I mean, not Avengers, Marvel's agents of SHIELD, mm-hmm. who's had recently his mid-season finale. I just wanted. I don't think that show's that great at all. It's kind of decent. It's, like, very mediocre. Like, it could be better. I especially don't like the character of Skye. I don't know why I have to mention it every single time I talk about the show, but I especially <laughs> don't like her. It's just so annoying. I'm like, the most pointless character to ever exist, and every time she opens her mouth, I want to slap her in the face. I never wanted to hit somebody more than that. I'm like, just, it's like stupidity after stupidity. Why is but, that, though? Yeah, I don't know. She has... She, it's like um, from Thor, the girl, Kat Denny's character from Thor. She's kind of, like, annoying sometimes. Like, always, oh, yeah, she is. You're like, I like Kat Dennings, but I don't like... Character. Yeah. She <laughs> was annoying. Oh, nice. mm-hmm.
0: You know, from this whole time in Thor, I mean, I haven't seen the second. I don't know what the reviews were on it. I like the first somewhat. But um, Natalie Portman, to me, was such, like, a pointless character in that uh, whole so, film. I felt like that other side of it was so, was so much pointless. I don't know how her role is in the second one. Have you seen it? Did you ever get to see it? Yeah, she
1: has a, a bigger, much bigger oh, role. A so much
0: so. bigger role, okay. Yeah, because I was almost much surprised with Portman. All of a sudden, Natalie Portman's store, I mean, what is this about, then?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, one really big bit of news is from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Darabong, who's a, one of the creators of The Walking Dead, you know, the creator of the TV show, I mean, the comic and the TV show and everything.
0: Oh, I've heard so much about it, I've just never even had the to actually catch up with the show. I don't not much of it. Yeah, it's just don't even watch it. really
1: (laughs) it's just getting worse and worse. Whole point. Anyway. He's suing AMC because they haven't paid him they haven't paid him at all.
0: What? They're making millions of freaking walking dead.
1: Yeah. And he just he recently just described them as sociopaths.
0: Yeah,
1: so who is this for them? He's uh, the one of the creators. He says he can't what? bear to watch the show anymore. And I'm like, that's the same shit here with me. I don't really like the show anymore. It's kind of just, I'm kind of just watching it because I'm a fan of the comics. And this show just really, 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 really sucks now. It's just going downhill. The last like the last good episode that I really enjoyed was the mid-season finale. That's Probably because it had more and more calls, uh, more little things towards the uh, comics. You know, it reminded me a bit more about the comics. But Really, this show being on AMC was the biggest mistake that it's ever done. It was great the first season. Second season was was when it started going down. Season three, I was just I didn't like any of it at all. It was just I watched it because, you know, I asked you, season four, it's just boring and slow, and then it picked up again, the mid-season finale, and now we've got to wait a bunch more. If this show would have been on HBO, it definitely would have been a lot better, because the comic is dark, and it's terrible things happen. So many bad things happen in, <laughs> in the comic, like very screwed up things. Yeah. You can't put on cable television, even AMC, you know? Breaking Bad had some pretty crazy stuff, but that's nothing compared to what happened in, in um, the Walking Dead comic. So if this yeah. was... If, if they would have just you know, decided to make the pilot, maybe try and make a TV show, but kind of sell it to HBO, it definitely would have made something. At least one of those channels like that, are like Showtime, those channels that have those really dark shows like H like the uh, Game of Thrones or True Blood or Dexter. Yeah. Those type of things, this show would have succeeded on there because it was so good and I guarantee you would have been getting Oscar nominations. I mean Oscar. I mean nominations. So great. But this why this show is just like mediocre now. It's just mediocre crap. Not very good at all. But talking about ANC, uh <laughs> Better Call Saul, which is the uh, spinoff spin off to Breaking Bad.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, they get the writers from they get the writers from Breaking Bad. Thomas Schnauze, Jennifer Hutchinson, and uh, Judy Davis, they both have uh, joined the cast, you know, to write the T V show. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're wrapping up here, we're right at the end. All right.
0: Show. So like we said, make sure you check out um, the
1: American Hustle Review.
0: The American Hustle Review. The Hobbit. And The Hobbit. And The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Mm-hmm. And the Secret Life of Walter
1: Mitty comes out this Wednesday.
0: This Wednesday, December 20th. It's Christmas Day. Woo! We've been hearing a lot of good reviews about this movie. Besides, obviously, the one that Robert did. Is that there's a lot of good um, commentary going around about this movie. If you haven't heard it, this is like...
1: Not Oscar. It's not for winning Oscar. No, I can not. guarantee you that, but it's but still a good time.
0: But this is like directorial debut.
1: No, 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 no. His directorial debut is one of his. His first movie directorial debut was uh, the Cable Guy. That was his first movie with. Uh, oh, he hasn't directed
0: since
1: one. I forgot. It was recent, sort of.
0: Uh-huh. Uh Tropic Thunder. Okay, well this is just Ben Stiller coming back as a director, and I feel that like it's probably him. just probably something very different that he's been, that he's done before. Um, according to Robert, I don't think there was that much of the stupid comedy that like, he likes likes to do.
1: Um, but it was a bit more serious. It's, it it
0: looks serious, a lot more serious. It just looks like a different side of Ben Stiller that I'm kind
1: of kind of really want to see. He's pretty good dramatic role. anyways. So yeah. <laughs>
0: So make sure to follow Robert on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook, and Instagram, anywhere, just the real Robert A.H. Uh, make sure to check out his column on the dot and the topics, that's the movie. Uh, pretty much that's, that's it. I mean, you guys can find him anywhere. If not, just go to the com, and you may find more info there. Make sure to tune in next Monday. For a little bit more of movie news and so forth, this is Josh Marina and
1: Robert. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for tuning in today. And y'all have a good day. This is some childish to for ya. Bye. You I'm
1: be with you These are niggas i Okay
0: hold up wait a minute all good just a week ago crew at my house and we party every weekend so on the radio that's my favorite song make me bounce around like I don't know like I won't be here long now the thrill has gone got no patience because I'm not a doctor go why is you lying? Girl, why you Mufasa? Yeah, me casa, su casa. Gotta strip it like Gaza. Got so high off volcanoes. Now the flow is so lava. Yeah, we spit that saliva. iPhone got message from Viber. Either the head is so Hydra, or we let bygones be bygones. My God, you pay for your friends. I'll take that as a compliment. Got a house full of homies. Why I feel so the opposite. Incompetent ain't the half of it. Saturdays with young lavish. It's saddest shit is as The beans they took from the cabinet. Well, sorry, I'm just scared of the future. Till 3,000.